This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. We host food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And I'm DJ Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got uh, some news about a forthcoming empanada spot coming to River West. We're also going to talk about some pieces in the latest Milwaukee magazine that Ann uh, wrote, including fall flavors, a review of the newly reopened Comic Cafe, and more. Plus, we got news about a potential new restaurant coming to Walker's Point. But we're going to start off with, it is fall, officially. I, I tweeted, Ann, I don't know if you saw my tweet or Facebook post, that uh, summer basically quiet quit on Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, the quiet quitting. That, yeah. it did not, summer did not go above and beyond for Milwaukee. It's at it really September did. 21st, and I'm out, baby. Yeah. Uh, and so fall is upon us. It's uh, basically, to me, it means winter is uh, just around the corner. You know, that's the way I feel, too. And we had this conversation, um, myself and my coworkers, and everybody was like, oh, I love fall so much. And they're just like <laughs> talking about this. And I just said, I hate fall. And they're like, what? They all stopped in their tracks. They're, they're like, it's the best season ever. What are you talking about? The shortest season ever. That's I said, the yeah. And I said, you know, what it leads into is what I really hate. Yeah, it's winter. the precursor. Yeah. So there Call you go. before the storm, as they say. Before we be a, a bunch of Debbie Downers, we're going <laughs> to try to celebrate fall, even though it's a short, short season. In the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which is on the newsstands now, you uh, did a thing called Fall Flavors. Yeah. And I hope you did not mention the the flavor that I am allergic to. <laughs> I No, I didn't. I didn't because I'm allergic to that flavor too. Okay. Do we so need to mention it? What that no, flavor? No, okay. that, 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 those two words are banned on this podcast going forward. Okay. So tell me the details <laughs> about Fall Flavors and... Uh, What's, what's yeah, that about? It's, it's, yeah, so what I did is I put together kind of a hodgepodge of things that you can get now that the weather has changed. You know, a lot of restaurants, chefs, they are, um, you know, changing their menus and, and making them heartier and bringing in some other flavors. And um, so one thing that, that this time of year really made me think of is raclette. Have you ever had this, Tariq? Never heard of it. It's a Swiss cheese, and it actually refers to the way this this Swiss this specific type of Swiss cheese is eaten. So what happens is it um, it's an Alpine style cheese. It gets heated, and then they scrape it off the top. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. I had it like I, you, the name is something, but I was in uh, Colorado at this uh, ski resort that was like known for this. Yeah. And yeah. so then they they scrape off the cheese, the melted cheese, they put it on top of like baguettes or boiled potatoes and mm-hmm. then serve it with like cured meats and things like that. It's really delicious. So um, I don't know if you know this, but there is um, a company, well, an, yeah, a company called Alpinage. Um, and they are actually making a cheese called Mount Reclette. It's aged in a cave-like cellar right here in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah. And you can get this, you can get this cheese by the wedge. 
Um, they have them at local shops like Larry's Brown Deer Market, the Wisconsin Cheese Mart, the Village Cheese Shop in Tosa. So you can actually experience raclette at home. So that's one of the things I mentioned here. How about one more thing? One more thing. Okay. We don't want to give it all away. No, we don't. So chefs are doing all all sorts of fun things with fall ingredients. And one of the people I talked to uh, was um, Jonathan Manyo, who's the owner of Morel, which is in Walker's Point. And he mentioned this very interesting squash. It's called Mosquée de Provence. So it's a French squash. Um, and he, he says that it has explosive flavor. It really, it makes butternut squash taste bland. And he likes to use it in a fall vegetarian dish. Mm. Um, a farro risotto, which includes mm. kale, oyster mushrooms, and sarvecchio cheese. So anyway, this is just a fun page that I think that will get you all excited about fall ingredients. And that is in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine's on newsstands now. Coming up, we're continuing our conversation about a forthcoming empanada spot coming to River West. We'll be right back on this Bites. You've probably heard that prices for used vehicles are up compared to a year ago, and you may have been tempted to try and sell that car you're not using anymore for some extra cash. But consider this, that car is also worth more in terms of financial support to Radio Milwaukee. So if you don't need it, donate it, and Radio Milwaukee will gladly accept your car, truck, boat, or even motorcycle. Pickup is free and the process is easy. Learn more at radiomilwaukee.org cars. We're back on this bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast. I think our anniversary is uh, sometime in October. I think we started as October seven years ago, eight years ago. I, I've lost track now. But uh, I think, yeah, I was going to say I think it's eight years. But... It's eight years. It probably is eight years. Yeah, I was I was uh, twenty two. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, there's news. I was only fifteen. So you're fifteen. Yeah, you you don't look a day over sixteen. Because you're thank so you. sweet. Really, sweet 16. thank you. I, you know, I See what I did that. there? Sweet 16? Yeah, yeah I, 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 I got it. I said sweet 16? No. <laughs> um, so, you know, there was news about the River West filling station that officially closed over yes. in River West. But it looks like it's going to get a new life as a spot for empanadas. Pedro's South American Food, which has been a food truck, a staple food truck in the neighborhood and throughout this city, is looking to take over that spot. And for those, I've known Pedro for a while now. Before he did this, and before Company Brewing was Company Brewing, it was Stonefly Brewing, and Pedro was a chef over at Stonefly Brewing. If you remember Stonefly, you remember Stonefly? I do, yeah. I do. So I've known Pedro since then. Okay. Amazing chef, amazing, uh, does amazing food, and I love Pedro's South American food. The truck uses sometimes hands out, hangs out at the Black Husky Brewery, um, especially during the summertime. But it looks like he's going to have a, finally a brick and mortar, and I'm so happy about it. So I don't know the dates. He's looking for hopefully December or January of uh, January of next year or December of this year. Um, so he specializes in, of course, uh, a variety of dishes from South American countries, including Ecuador, Argentina, Colombia, Chile, and beyond. Um, of course, he's going to have serve, serve some of his famous empanadas and other dishes as well. But it'll also be a, there will be a full bar serving a bunch of beers and uh, wines from South America 
as well. So be on the lookout for that. We don't have a whole details on the menus yet, but uh, hopefully we'll see him in his new spots before the end of the year, if not early next year. So congratulations, Pedro South American Food. Have you had his empanadas? I have. It's been a while, though. Yeah. Um, it was uh, when he was at the Shored Farmer's Market. Mm. Okay. He did that, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I don't like driving, so I just check him out in River West. The real cool neighborhood in Milwaukee. Um, next, um, I'm feeling since the morning, I think I missed my coffee, Anne. Um, I've been, I haven't drank a lot of coffee lately. I don't, maybe that's the problem. Good for you. Yeah. Cause it's really not good for you. Well, it's not it's good for other people have to so, deal with me on the other end of the stick. Okay. <laughs> well, I was also going to say for me, it is so necessary in the yeah. morning. Yeah. But you have, uh. News in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine about a, a Discourse coffee. Yeah, I don't know if you've tried Discourse, Tariq. This place is amazing. So they have um, two locations, well, two residencies. Um, one of them is in Crossroads Collective. The other is at the Milwaukee Art Museum. What this is, it's a cafe, but it is not your average cafe. So Ryan Castellaz, who is the owner, it, it just creates these incredible coffee drinks there some some are tea based as well but he approaches them like like a like a chef would mm, so and he said one of the things he he told me he was inspired by was the show um chef's table oh yeah so, very very well shot uh series yeah so he uses all these really interesting ingredients in his drinks so i'm just going to give you a few examples of some of the things that he includes um smoked honey mushrooms bitters herbs olives muddled fruits these are all these are things that not all together at the same time but he'll incorporate into these incredible drinks so i just did a story about um i guess some of the things you can experience at discourse and he has a new location now and that is at um, 1020 North Broadway on the MSOE campus. Oh. That is a permanent location. So oh, that's on my own way to work. That's the route I take normally. You've so. got to check this place out, Tariq. Okay. It's so interesting. Cool. And that's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Maybe to do a Chef's Table coffee edition. They just recently did the pizza edition. You watch? Do you watch Chef's Table series? On I have. I haven't watched it recently. I need to. They have a pizza edition. Which huh. is really good, and it features Anne Kim in Minneapolis. Oh, okay, sure. That brings kind of a Korean heritage to pizza. Really, really beautifully shot series. I love the chef's tables. It was a barbecue, um, <clears throat> pizza, and I forgot the other ones they had. But um, it seemed like they come out like every six months or something with these. Also, in the latest issue magazine, you know, Comet Cafe recently reopened after two years. Um, mainly due to pandemic and other issues, and they're back. And you uh, stopped back, and you wrote an, a review. So what's what's the what's the um, what's the um, what's the focus of the review? What is the what is your my take? consensus? Yeah, yeah my my opinion. I guess. Yes. Um, I think it's great. I honestly, I I think that it feels like um a little bit new, but it also feels like the comet of old in the good days. So um, 
honestly, I felt like in the last few years when it was open, it just wasn't as good as it had used used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really happy for it to be back. There's quite a few things on the rest on the menu that um, come from the old days, like the meatloaf, the bacon wrapped meatloaf, um, the compact turkey dinner. Um, I don't know if you even know what that is, but it's like I think you mentioned it before. Yeah, it's, it's these, like a dinner, all the whole thing all together in a, yeah, a sandwich. in a ball, in a ball, a ball. Okay. like a deep fried ball. Um, they also fried. have the Buttafuoco sandwich. I don't know if you remember. It's ma- named after Joey Buttafuoco. You can Google that if you need to. But you're a big fan of Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the fact that I remember that case is kind of concerning. But anyway. <laughs> Um, something that happened in the 1990s. But anyway, for me, I guess there's a lot of nostalgia to this restaurant and a lot of kind of like diner comfort, um, Mm. plus pie, pie from honey pie. Cause the, Mm. the owners, the new owners also own honey pie. Um, so one of the other things that, um, comes along with this review in the magazine is a recipe. So I got the recipe for their kind of classic creamy tomato soup, which is something you have to have with their grilled cheese. Um, that is a total comfort dish for me. So now you know you can make it at home. So the one thing, my one question is the bottomless bacon pack. It is. It is. is yeah. It just on but Sundays it's only on Sundays. Yeah, it's only on Sundays. Nice, nice. That's all I care about. Oh. Okay. Well, at least you care about something. <laughs> There's very few things I care about. But I care about you, Anne. <laughs> Thank you. you. I care about you too. So... Next, uh, we got news about a walker, a new restaurant Walker's Point over in urban Milwaukee. I know you're a big fan of Triskele's, right? I, you know, I loved Triskele's. I, I, I can't say that I have been there recently. Definitely have not since, you know, before the pandemic. So it looks like there's a restaurant that will be taking over. Apparently Triskele's is still in kind of limited operation at the curbside operation Wednesday through Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. But it looks like a spot called La Pina, a restaurant and bar late night, has plans for opening date of November 1st, about a month from now. There's no details on what they're serving. The uh, owners of La Pina uh, looks like as a veteran of Surge Restaurant Group and, and manager of the hosp- hospitality company Nicholsworth Group. So I don't know what to expect. I expect to be generate 80% of his revenue from alcohol and 20% from the food. I'm not sure it would be like kind of small bites or what kind of food to expect, but at least it's the idea of a late night spot for food, which is still lacking in this Mm -hmm. city. Not a lot of great places for late night foods. You know, most still places still close nine or 10 o'clock and that's it. And you're stuck at going at Metro market, trying to find a a rotisserie chicken to eat on or frozen pizza. Um, but yeah, so that's plan and the old, uh, not old, but Triskele's spot plan for look out for that, uh, and next month. Finally, I uh, got news about a restaurant on the North side, a place called yum, yum fish and chicken. Uh, this is also over in urban Milwaukee. They looking basically described over according to urban Milwaukee, uh, a blend of home cooked meals in a fast food format. Um, the owner, Myron Smith, uh, they're basically inspired by the Southern cuisine that their mothers and grandmothers always cooked in the kitchen. 
Smith and his partner, Jonathan Adams, plan to open Yum Yum Fish and Chicken at 1912 West Hampton Avenue. Uh, they just recently had their grand opening earlier this week. Uh, Smith is actually co-founder of the Skybox Bar, Skybox Sports Bar on MLK. Uh, the menu you expect to have like catfish, perch, chicken wings, as well as salmon bites. Uh, sides include red beans and rice, potato salad, and a greens showcase uh, that, that shows off the southern flair. Again, this place called Yum Yum Fish and Chicken over in 1912 West Hampton on the north side of Milwaukee. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Nate Emick with support and generosity from our membership. Please remember feedback is important, so please rate and review. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast over at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites or wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, NPR, or Google. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Well, have a pleasant and great weekend and get out in the, get out in the fall too. i know that's your favorite season so yeah well you know <laughs> yours too all right have a great one Tariq. take care you too